What is up guys? It is Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to be finishing up my week one start sets. So I've already gone through the running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. This one's going to be about the tight ends and if this is the first start set video that you've seen from me, the way I do it, I go through every single week one matchup through all 16 games. I'll put up a graphic with the start and tight end on each team, label them as a start or a sit. A start is I trust them in my lineup. I'd be cool with them slotting in as a starter. Sit is I do not trust them. This is more geared to like 10, 12 team leagues. So, you know, if you're in a super small league, super big league, it's going to vary a little bit on what players you know you trust in your lineup and you would want to start. But if you guys have any questions, start sits, uh, trade advice, draft advice, just drop those down below and I'll respond to everyone. Just do me a favor. Give me like... Uh, you know, some setting stuff, you know, how many teams are in your league, uh, the scoring setup, you know, if you're asking like a trade advice, you know, team uh, roster size, all that matters. And then for start sets, like PPR, half point PPR, uh, standard scoring just helps me give you guys the best answer. I think that's all. Just one thing about the tight end position. At this point, it looks pretty gross, right? You probably have 10, 11, maybe 12 guys that I would probably trust as a starter. If one of these guys, you know, is not on your roster, you don't have a tight end that I have listed as a start, I don't think it's something I'd panic about because as we know, tight ends will break out early on in the season. You know, there'll be some dude who comes out of nowhere like Dalton Schultz, who all of a sudden is slotting into your lineup as a start. And, you know, no one had any clue he was going to do anything, you know, before week one or week two. So keep that in mind. Let's jump into the video. Enough of me talking. I'm going to keep talking, but, you know, on the actual topic. So week one, Bill's taking on the Rams. For the Bills, I do like Dawson Knox. He's one of my favorite later round options. So he's going to be a start. For the Rams, Tyler Higby's a sit. He's someone I was kind of interested in last season. Never really was someone you could really count on in your lineup. So he's going to be a sit. Moving over to Sunday, we have the Saints taking on the Falcons. For the Saints, you know, you could put up Troutman. You could put up Jawan Johnson here. I have Taysom Hill just because I think if there is one, you know, tight end on the Saints who's going to produce, it is Taysom Hill. He's interesting just because if they really do carve out a role for him, I'm talking like three pass attempts per game, a few targets, a few carries. I do think then he becomes someone who's interesting, but week one, like if you're in a 10 or 12 team league, definitely should not be starting Taysom Hill. Then for the Falcons, Kyle Pitts is very clearly a start, elite tight end one option, set it and forget it. We've got the Browns taking on the Panthers next. For the Browns, I actually think David Njoku is one of these guys who could kind of come in and maybe break out as a startable option. I think he's a solid late round guy. Week one, though, I'm not going to be all in on it. So he's a sit. Panthers just have nothing going on here at tight end, whether it's Ian Thomas or Tommy Tremble, out on both of those guys. The 49ers take on the Bears. And I actually think both of these guys are startable. Obviously, if you draft a George Kittle, he is going to be in your lineup. For the Bears, though, I think Cole Komet is a solid late round option may just find a way to kind of volume himself into a back-end to mid-tier tight end one finish considering the lack of weapons on the Bears roster. So both of those guys are going to be starts. Then we've got a divisional matchup between the Steelers and the Bengals. For the Steelers, I think Fryermuth is a solid late-round pick. Produced well as a rookie last year. It's always a good sign when, you know, rookie tight ends have decent production. I think he can build on that. He's a start for me for the Bengals. Hayden Hurst is probably going to have a few decent games, just like C.J. Ozama did last year, but he's definitely not someone I'm trusting in my starting lineup. Then we've got the Eagles taking on the Lions. Two guys who are, you know, typically go pretty close together in fantasy drafts, 
I think both Goddard and TJ Hawkinson are solid starts. I definitely prefer Hawkinson, but I think they're probably in the same tier of tight end. And if you drafted them, you probably drafted them round seven, eight, nine. So if you did draft a tight end there, you're definitely throwing them into your starting lineup. Then, you know, it starts to get a little bit ugly here. We have Colts, Texans, Mo Alley Cox, Brevin Jordan, not interested here in week one. Then we have the Patriots taking on the Dolphins. I do think Hunter Henry is a guy who could be startable. Week one, I don't love it. I basically talked about this in every Patriots video. We have no idea what this offense is going to look like. We don't know what receivers are going to be at the top, you know, of the target list. We don't know the running back, like touch distribution, a lot of uncertainty here. So Hunter Henry is a guy who was decent last year, but a lot of that was on touchdowns. Not something I want to rely on. If they can increase his, you know, receiving volume, then I'd be interested. But week one, not a guy I want to start. Like if you're sitting on your roster with Hunter Henry, David Njoku, and both of them are listed as sits, not something to panic about because one of those guys is probably going to emerge as a decent option later on. And then I have Johnny Smith also here as a sit, obviously. For the Dolphins, sitting Mike Isecki. He has a new role this season, operating more as a traditional tight end. That's not good for him as a fantasy asset. Apparently, he's also kind of struggling to pick up that new position. Also not good. So Gusecki's definitely going to be a sit here, and he's kind of going to have to prove it to be listed as a start again. Then we've got the Ravens taking on the Jets. Two pretty clear decisions here. Mark Andrews locked in, set it and forget it, elite tight end option. He's a start. Jets, CJ Ozama, he's a sit. Not much going on there, that tight end position. Some more rough options. We have the Jaguars taking on the Washington Commanders, sitting Evan Ingram and sitting Logan Thomas. Two guys who were fantasy relevant at some point. Maybe Evan Ingram can reignite something this year. I would definitely not be betting on it here in week one, though. And then Logan Thomas has been able to slot in as a like back-end tight end one play. I believe he just came back from an injury, so definitely not a guy I'm you know super excited for this season. Next matchup is between the Giants and the Titans. Another rough tight end matchup. Daniel Bellinger from the Giants, I believe, is their starter. Really nothing going on there at tight end. Titans, Austin Hooper, just not really interested. Could be someone, but no trust here in week one. Then we start to get into some better options here. The Chiefs travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Travis Kelsey, no-brainer start. On the other side with the Cardinals, I like Zach Ertz as a late-round pick, so he is someone I do like as a start, especially with DeAndre Hopkins out. I think that definitely helps Zach Ertz for fantasy. Then we've got a divisional matchup between the Raiders and the Chargers. For the Raiders, it looks like Darren Waller is going to be good to go, so he's going to be a start. And then for the Chargers, Gerald Everett could have some decent games, but at this point, you know, there's no indication that he's going to be someone who's super reliable for fantasy football. Another divisional matchup between the Packers and the Vikings. Both of these guys are also players who I think could emerge as potential, you know, fringe starts. Tanyan's coming off that ACL, so it may take him a little bit to get going. I believe Irv Smith is also coming off of an ACL or some sort of, you know, season-ending injury last year. So both of these guys are players who I think can be startable at some point. Just want to kind of see it first this season. Then on to Sunday night football, Buccaneers. Unfortunately, no Gronkowski this year, so not much doing at the tight end position. You got Cam Braid as the guy there. Not at all interested especially on a team that I think is going to use their wide receivers a ton. You're four deep, really solid weapons there, so tight end is not something I'm attacking. 
For the Cowboys, Dalton Schultz, really solid mid-tier tight end one play. And then the final matchup of the week, Sunday Night Football, Broncos taking on the Seahawks. You know, the uh, Seahawks have the Broncos, former tight end one, and Noah Fant. Uh, Broncos have their new up-and-coming tight end with Alberto. Don't trust either of these guys this week. Alberto could break out. Preseason usage wasn't great for him. We'll have to see it first. And then Noah Fant on the Seahawks. Preseason usage was also not great. And it's just going to be a poor passing offense in general. So that is all 16 matchups. Any fantasy questions, drop those down below. If you guys stayed all the way through, thank you. Just do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't already. Remember, all the other start sits are up. Running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, go give those, you know, a watch. Thank you again, and I'll see you guys in the next one.